ladies and gentlemen, this is the Locker Room Banter, where the ladies are always welcome. You know who it is, man. This is your boy Watts coming to you live and direct in the studio by my damn self once again. But, you know, <laughs> ain't no problems with that. Ain't no problems with that. We got the whole crew here, man. Two, holla at the folk. Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. Sorry, y'all. I couldn't make it into the studio today, but unforeseen circumstances have called me to stay home. But we are still making this thing happen just for y'all. So, hey, we're here. Let me go ahead and tell y'all um, where to find me while you got me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at anwarw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357. On Facebook for the time being, it's just Anwar Williams. Drizay, talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Dre, a.k.a. Drizay. Dre, a.k.a. Happy Women's History Month to all the ladies out there, you beautiful ladies, especially all you melanated sisters from Wakanda. You understand me? You can holla at your boy on Instagram at uh, just underscore D-R-E underscore L-R-B. And I'm on Twitter, too. I'll remind you when I figure out my name. Yep. And you already know who this <laughs> is, man. You already know who this is. This is your boy Watts coming to you live in the rep from the studio here in the ATL, Georgia, the first light-skinned Wakandian. And you know me. I'm just out here living life, drinking more water, exfoliating, you know. Exfoliate. <laughs> you ought to know what it is, man. So, too, man, tell the folks what it is, bro. <laughs> I'll start them off, man. Like you said, uh, we all coming from separate areas today. Watts holding down the studio by himself. Me, I'm in Jonesboro, Georgia, Southside. Um, <laughs> Drew's A down in Tally. But everything is everything, man. We, we survived Black History Month. We are in the first week of March, which is, you know, I guess, what, what is March known for besides fake-ass Irish and March Madness. I don't know. I mean, that's exactly what it's known for, March Madness, man. So we'll be on the lookout for that, man. We're going to give you all a little update on March Madness later. But, um, okay. yeah, man, be on the lookout for that, you know, something big. And, of course, you know, I get get to get in tune with my Irish brethren out here later on on the here 16th, 17th weekends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dre, man, what's been going on with you, bro? Well, I guess we Dre. lost Dre. So on that <laughs> note, then, um, yeah, you. man. What's going no, on, bro? You, you all right over there? Yeah, I've just been working, doing the teaching thing, therapy, and Uber. And Uber, Uber everywhere. Well, okay. We don't need you okay. to uh, get a better cell reception, too, while you're down there, I mean, with your <laughs> Uber and all that stuff. But it's all good. It's all good, man. So as you all know, man, we had to start things off paying some respect. A homage to a legend out here, man, a Florida veteran, you know, one of our own who almost, almost gave us a big scare this past week, man. Uh, two, you want to go ahead and expound on that, man? Well, With Rose? Yeah, man. You want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit, bro? Yeah, yeah that's man. good. Dre, you got it, Dre. Yeah, two, you want to go ahead and expound Dre. on that? <laughs> no, <laughs> my bad. I didn't know if you was asking Dre, too, because I know Dre was um, actually talking about that to us earlier. But honestly, um, I'm hearing different things. Now, the most I've heard about Rick Ross is who we're talking about here is that um, – he was in the hospital. He was found um, uh, unconscious at a time. And then, was it what is the word? Non-responsive. And then when he did become responsive, he was very, um, I guess, violent and convulsive. And then they finally um, settled him down and got him to a hospital. But um, at the moment, the last I heard, he was on some type of life support system. Um, the thing was, I kept looking at different sites because, you know, you always get told those things and you, you wonder, what site is this? Are they exaggerating? Blah, blah, blah. And I went down some of his timeline, and there was a lot of prayers for Rick Ross. And then they were saying um, that if it wasn't that bad, that, yeah, he in the hospital. Yeah, you know, he ain't doing 100, but he ain't on no life support. 
But that was like one or two things versus a hundred things that I did see that says he was on, you know, life support. So um, that was what two days ago, and I haven't really heard any updates. So I'm hoping that that means progress, and you know, not in the same position. But Dre, you heard anything else that that we didn't speak about? Well, I'm- yeah, that he was he wasn't on life support. That's all. Okay. That's all everybody keeps saying. But you know, you know, you try to make somebody as as um, as uh, glamorous as uh, is glamorous the word for Rick Ross? Somebody so as flam- <laughs> somebody as flamboyant <laughs> as Rick Ross. You know, you try to make. I'm sure he tries to make sure that he could keep his image as smooth as he can, uh, as mm-hmm. much as possible. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's crazy because everybody known Rick Ross for the last couple of years is trying to better his health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Losing weight, working out, eating pears. You feel me? Uh, but <laughs> but you know those the, the the things that we things that we consume, those drugs, man, they, they can mm-hmm. take a toll on our body. Who knows how our body's going to react? So I don't know. I ain't going to lie. I was scared, though. I was scared for the boy. I prayed yeah. for real. <laughs> I feel I mean, I, I was a little, you know, worried as well, you know, because most of us, and we'll say most of us from the South, we got a high respect and a high appreciation for Ross. He's like, you know, the, the Jay-Z of the South, I guess you could say in a sense. And, you know, he's done a lot for different camps, for his camp mainly, but, you know, He's a big name in an industry, so you know you don't want to see no one go out like that. You know, when it comes to somebody's yeah. health and something they really don't have that much control over, it's like, damn, not like this. And you kind of still in the prime, and you still, you know, you got people's lives and responsibilities under your belt. You know, and if something like that would have took him out, it would have been very, very sad, very tragic. Yeah, you we know? watched this come up from mm-hmm. the jump from 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 Trina. From slip you and slide. Put in the game now. That verse was horrible too, but <laughs> look at him now. <laughs> From slip and slide to MMG, you know. <laughs> and what you heard anything else about it? I mean, or were you just hearing the same thing pretty much? I mean, we heard. I heard the same things. To be honest with you, I really didn't follow it too much. But like you all, I was mm-hmm. worried about it. Rip Ross is one of my uh, favorite rappers out right now. I'm not sitting here saying that he's the most lyrics, lyrical lyrical rapper yeah, out yeah. there, but he is one of my <laughs> most favorite rappers, particularly with his production skills and his A and R skills. I mean, I think his, mm-hmm. he has one of the great ears out there in this um, music game right now. But um, on the flip side, man, I mean, we I, I did get an update about Rick Ross on the more recent uh, front. Um, he did come home on Monday. I did get, get taken back home on Monday uh, where okay. he is um, supposedly supposed to be doing good. But uh, apparently the rumor is that uh, this, um, I guess when it was stroke, I mean, he had seizures in the past. I don't know if y'all heard about yeah, the yeah. seizures on the planes and mm-hmm. stuff. This stroke or the seizure, mm-hmm. whatever incident this yeah. was. Apparently, the rumor is that this happened during the threesome, you know. Wow. <laughs> Probably popped the, popped popped the that blue boy. Big ass nut or something <laughs> like that. You know, and then he was on that Lamar a, Odom shit when he was at that damn sex house. Yeah, so that's apparently. <laughs> Hell no. That's apparently. I don't put past the these celebrities, man, but not me. I don't want to do that to him, but I don't put them past nobody. Yeah, that's apparently the rumor, though. But uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. If that if that was the way that he was gonna go out, man, that's a hell of a way to go out. <laughs> that's one way to go out for the boss. One hell of, one, one hell of a way to go out. That's man. crazy. But, Damn. Okay. Yeah, man. What well, else? What else? On to the special news that you uh, posted up. Um, was that you that posted about this too, or was that uh, Dre too? Dre. Yeah, um, your, your boy, uh, McNeil, I don't even have his name in front of me, but pretty much Rob the guy O'Neal. that... Rob O'Neill. Yeah, Rob O'Neill, the guy that murked Ben Laden, said he was listening to the game, 
uh, when he <laughs> when they was on the hunt, and the song is called Red Nation. I really never really heard of that song, but I did check it out, and I could see how it could get him geeked up because that it don't sound like the, the it's a sample from an old white song. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard mm-hmm. too. So, man, so one time for him. <laughs> that whole album that uh, Red Nation was on, uh, the Red album is what it was yep. on. That entire album go fucking hard, bro. Like, okay, I, I could listen to that shit from beginning to the end, like, mm-hmm. not skipping over not one song. But that whole album go hard. And I'm surprised you ain't say nothing about that song, Red Nation, because it does got your boy on there, too. Yeah, I mean, that, I was waiting for y'all to say that, because I was thinking, I thought everybody knew about it. Because I ain't gonna lie, I mean, when everybody was counting the game out, the game was, he's one of my top five favorite. And I ain't gonna say he's one of the best, but he's one Losers. of my favorite. He's one of my favorite top five. And yeah, he got uh, Wayne on there, and... um. That's when I first heard Kendrick. I didn't know about Kendrick until I heard the Red Nation album. And I was like, uh, well, not Red Nation album, but the Red album. You know, there was one of the last ones he did with, um, I forget which label he's with, because he got like two or three more he had to do before he could release himself and was supposedly going to cash money, which I'm glad he didn't do. But um, that was one of his last albums on that label. And um, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Like you said, that album top to bottom shit. Honestly, everybody would say documentary, but that might have been my favorite one. Before he did the, you know, 1982 or 1992, and then um, I forgot the other one he did before that shit. But the one thing I would yeah. say, the one thing I would say about the game, man, and the game uh, is probably one of the most slept on artists out here because bro, he is consistent Facts. as fuck, and uh, all his shit go go hard, man. So mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. On that, I don't know about putting him in my top five. Yeah, but we know you have a selective memory when it comes to yeah. yeah I'm like, my my top five switch, you know that I mean? I don't know if y'all do, but my every about six months to a year, I might rotate one in and out, depending on you know the importance of them. Because one year T Pain gonna be in my top five because he did so much for me and my come up. But not to say again, not to say the best top five, but my top five. There's top two five different what? Lists. A favorite artist. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to say best, honestly, the game is better than most of these cats that people put in their top five, that's lyrically. True. You know, that's the, well, the only, only problem I really got with the game, to be honest with you, man, he got to stop with all the fucking name dropping. That shit get on my I knew you was going to say that. I knew yeah. you that's the same thing my brother said. That shit get on my fucking name, like, bro. The game is straight. He just, he always want to name drop, shout out Biggie, shout out this. I'm like, he paying homage. I mean, you would tell people to know your, your rap history, but then he's someone who really knows his rap history and, and gives shouts, gives love. And you tell him to stop name dropping. That's I mean, cool. Hey, what you want, is it? That's cool, but doing it, name dropping over fucking like 30 niggas on one song, though? Come on. He does. Every time he name drops somebody, he's giving props. Like, I, I can understand. He got to stop name dropping the chicks. Oh, he, he did that too. I mean, let me ask you this question first off. Let's go ahead and Uh-oh. ask this question. All right, y'all know, remember the song that he made where he gave a shout out to Karuchi? If him and Chris Brown's um, supposed to be like real, it, him and Chris Brown's supposed to be like homeboy, that's supposed to be his little brother, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Why he giving a shout out to Karuchi, who's supposed to be his his little brother, his blood brother at that quote unquote, you know, gang yeah. life. Well, <laughs> what about this? And how about I answer a question with a question? If him and Ye no. supposed to be so close, that how he gonna turn around and talk to say that he fucked four Kardashians, including Ye's Man, wife? Man, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's another reason why. Yeah. He, that's another reason why I can't put him in my top five because that nigga got, <laughs> he he is top five most shadiest niggas out here in that these streets. Part, bro. Yeah, that part, that part, that part, so true. <laughs> he feels unstable to me, bro. He unstable. He, he he come for the chick's head. And what really got me is when he had an issue with Thug, and mm-hmm. um. What he said about Thug, and then Thug posted a video of him 
talking about, yeah, man, you know, we should get along and all that. And it, and it didn't sound nothing like what the game said. So he just got caught in a lie. So anytime you get caught in a lie, that made me kind of, hmm. And he had that butterfly on his eye. That he covered, he over covered that, that joint that over. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that nigga ain't nothing but a light-skinned version of 50, dog. I don't care what nobody well, said, bro. Yeah. I, I put agree. him in that 50 bracket. You right. He ain't nothing but a light-skinned version. Shit, I mean, that's, that was his original home, that G-Unit camp shit. Yeah. Started I mean, with 50, you know? I mean, Somebody. when two people of the same kind can't get along, mm-hmm. <laughs> they all both that's doing the it. same shit. So, I mean, I couldn't see why they broke up, man, but... Since we actually talking about music and stuff right now, I want to go ahead and you know ask y'all. I mean, y'all heard the DJ Khaled record that got, that dropped this past week. Shout out to DJ Khaled who dropped the record with Future, Beyonce, and Jay Z. Um, I took the top off the Maybach. I think that's what it was. I'll top off is the name of the record. Uh, have y'all heard about it, man? Y'all got some reviews on that mm-hmm. record? I'm about to say, I wonder if I, I wonder if I heard it by mistake. I mean, just by you saying it, no, it doesn't sound familiar. Well, we know but your ass. Know. You don't know. You don't, you don't listen to shit. <laughs> well, some songs. <laughs> that one I thought I would have caught on, but I don't go just Googling what Beyonce put out this month and seeing what happened. So, well, and I don't know. Well, first off, uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm going to let Dre, you, have you heard it? I, I'll give my comments and say, Dre, have you heard it? Yes, I did. I, I believe I heard it when it premiered. Okay. I think. When it premiered. So, the only reason why I heard about the records is because my girlfriend knew about it the night before, and it's like Beyonce. Mm. She was excited. She was excited because she heard Beyonce is dropping an album, uh, dropping a song at six, uh, something in the morning. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. okay, 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 cool. When I woke up the yeah. next morning, she was like, oh, the record got DJ Khaled in the future. I was like, nope, don't need to hear it. <laughs> That's why, yeah. Don't need to hear it. That's funny. What it had DJ- I would have listened for that same reason. Nah, man. <laughs> right I, I didn't want to hear it. I mean, I, I don't got nothing against DJ Khaled. I like DJ Khaled, but I'm kind of over all these collaborative-ass records, especially yeah. when you're trying to put, you know, the hottest people in the game on one record. I'm kind of over that phase right now. Yeah. Um, I will say that the record itself was – trash. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna Dang. say it was trash. It sucked. It, it sucked, but it wasn't trash. It, I'll still <laughs> listen to it. I'll still listen to it if I'm going out riding around or something like that. But it's not, okay. like when you have a name like Jay-Z, the biggest rap artist in the game, Beyonce, mm-hmm. biggest music artist in the, in the game, point blank, period, mm-hmm. Future. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't really give a fuck about Future, but whatever. He's still top, top, top rapper. Yeah. Oh yeah, you always ain't like Future. I ain't always like Future. I ain't always like Future. You're right. I, actually, I like Future back when the Pluto album dropped. Future on the Pluto, Pluto album was that's dope. That's I learned about Future. But um, when I heard about Future, I when I heard Future in that three, Future kind of turned me off. And then when I heard DJ Khaled, I was really all the way turned off on it. But the record itself, um, the verses from Jay-Z and Beyonce ain't bad. Jay-Z, he did his thing. Beyonce mm-hmm. really did her thing. Even though she rapping, she really mm-hmm. did her thing. Um, but I don't need to hear Beyonce talking about some free meat. I don't need to be hearing that shit. She said that. <laughs> <laughs> she said I got to top off the Maybach, ride through the hood, screaming free meat. I don't need to be hearing she, Beyonce. She on her husband that. wave. That's all that is. Yeah, I mean you that's know, all I that is. Jay a big meat, free meat meal advocate, so I'm sure you. that's where that comes at. I got you, Dre. I got you, Dre. I'm gonna get you in a set. But uh, yeah, Future man, Future just fucked that song all the way up, bro. And that <laughs> shit was just it. terrible, bro. And I should have known it was gonna be terrible after I heard heard him on that Kendrick Lamar record talking about some la dee da dee da. Bro, that shit was terrible, man. But man, um, I, I'll give my final thoughts. Uh, Dre, go ahead and what you got for your theory, bro? 
Okay, my okay. First of all, yes, future messed up the song, but let me get right to my theory. My theory is Jay Z and Beyonce saying Meek Mill's name on a Khaled record. Rumor has it Khaled is one of the folks that uh, Meek Mill was talking about turning his they they back on Meek Mill. So um, Khaled, what Khaled did a number of songs with Drake. When uh, Meek was looking shaky, when Meek was looking shaky out here in the streets, you know what I'm saying. So my theory is that Jay Z is strategically trying to bridge that gap, and Beyonce, she's rocking along with her husband. I do support her saying that she's in the hood because when she did her Lemonade album and, and uh, you know did a lot of filming behind it, it looked like she was in the hood for real. They say Beyonce ain't from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you sounded just like that shit for real. They <laughs> say Big B ain't from the hood. Uh, but yeah, future, future, come on, man. What are you doing, man? You you got some fans out here. I don't, I don't know. I think it's time for you to do whatever you did before you made Monster. Go back into that Monster vibe. That uh, the commas. That uh, uh, and what he said. Um. <laughs> All them songs out there, radical, that that real grimy sound, that little high pitch sound like a six year old. You playing? <laughs> da -de -da -de -da. I'm Stop holding up. Like <laughs> a lot of people actually like. A lot of people actually like that Hendrix album. I don't know how y'all felt about it. If y'all even heard it, but a lot of people actually like the Hendrix. Did, now, real quick, which one was the uh, the more rap one? Because he had the Hendrix and he had just the future, whatever, whatever, whatever. Which remember. had the slow songs on it. The Hendrix had the slow songs. Hendrix. Had That's the one I like. Song. I actually like that one, but I like just probably because that one song. What's it called? You probably know which one I'm talking about. He had a beautiful um, song on that Hendrix song. Uh, what's the shit called? Um, he had a video. Don't give me the line, but it's, it was the toughest one. Use on me. Use me. That's the one oh, that, that I. Oh, that one's tough too, but that ain't what I was going with it. Use me. He sang that thing, and he can't even sing good. I mean, <laughs> well, there's another theory out there. There's another theory out there, and too, I'm sure you're you're going to support this theory as soon as I say it, that the song would have been much, 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 much better, and I kind of support it, too, if it had your boy T-Pain on it. Mm -hmm. Remember, back in the today. days, Khaled used to use Pain for all his records, and them shits used to go hard. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Shit. I mean, Obama, all I do was win, win, win. That's going to be a forever classic. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right about that. Yeah, man. So, yeah. But um. But the thing is, well, I mean, I don't want to go on a T-Pain rant, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he, <laughs> I don't know, what, what, why they blackballed my dog? I mean, just kind of like bullied him out of the industry. I guess it still is because of post-death of auto-tune. But still, I I don't ever, I never know what happened to Pain. Yeah. You know, why, why, said why they said Charlamagne had something him. to do with that. Was nah, it? I can't give Charlamagne that kind of credit. Yeah, I don't give him that credit. Well, he either. told him the same. Yeah. But he, he sang like though. Crap. Nah, but he sings, nah. no, he sings one song. I mean, if you know, if you're any uh, any real fan of T Pain, knows oh, every lie. album of T Pain. Yeah, yes, he sang the national anthem as well too, and everybody actually liked that. But yeah. if you know of T Pain, you know every album he sings one song without auto tune. And they was like, "Why don't you do a whole album with like that?" In an interview, he was like, "Tell me this. Do you even know what song it was on any album that I sing without it? It never gets any play. It never gets any buzz. I stay. I know my lane." And he was honest. He was like, "I know my lane. I, why would I create a whole album of songs?" Without the auto tune, knowing the auto tune is what's selling me. I mean, that's just stupid. That's kind of asking for, you know, wow, who gonna make a, who gonna buy a T Pain album without the auto tune? But when you think auto tune, you think of T Pain, and vice versa. But to to to, to kind of go off of what y'all are saying, he actually mm -hmm. did a uh, 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 an 
acoustic. I don't know. I know I ain't pronouncing it right, but he did it right when right. he was song where he was singing it live. Um, I'm not sure if it was on MTV, but I know it's still on YouTube where he performed like all his hits auto without auto tune live oh. and killed that shit. So y'all definitely need to look that you up. You know bro. what? I did hear. I didn't see it, but I heard it. It comes on if you. I got the T Pain on my Pandora, and that comes on as yeah. one of his songs. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that was tough because he mixed. All of his songs into one song. Yeah, that shit was so tight. And I was like, damn, because songs that didn't have nothing to do with each other, you know. I mean, I guess him being an artist knew how to make it work. But I, I mean, thought that shit was dope. Even if you, even if you know Pain, I mean, me too. I know me and you actually know Pain. But even if you know mm-hmm. him, like, like he still goes around touring, performing live yep. without auto tune. Yep. Um. So mm-hmm. I mean. I just think I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm kind of curious, like you were, like how he got. Well, I don't know why or how he got blackballed yeah. out, but uh, yeah, man, that definitely would um definitely would have been better if Payne was on that record or something in future because that shit was okay. hot garbage. I'm gonna, um, hey, I'm gonna have to listen. Introduce again. me to T Pain, man. I got some project ideas for him for real. Oh God, he might listen. Guy. Yeah, he's he gonna might. let you hear thirty songs first, though, right, Watts? Exactly. He's gonna take man, you to songs first before. But you might be able to get one past them. Exactly. But um, <laughs> that fool got some hits on deck too. Another thing about uh, this record as well is that there was also um, some type of, I guess, uh, controversy behind this record because apparently there was an incident where Tiffany Haddish went to go party with Jay Z and Beyonce, and basically mm. spread a little bit of tea behind mm. uh, the, their party scene. So okay. on this record as well, Beyonce said, "If you want to party with B, the Queen, the B, or whatever." You got to sign mm-hmm. a non-disclosure. And Damn I, right. <laughs> I, I can't knock that. So I'm sure if you're looking on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, you see uh, people talking about some <laughs> me getting ready to sign, uh, me getting ready to party with uh, Beyonce, and they signing the non-disclosure wow. and stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. but also behind that uh, that line, there is a little note where she actually shots out Tiffany apparently, and the chorus that says Tiffany giving a shot, letting you know, hey Tiffany, this is for you. <laughs> Hell no! Nah. So, Damn, I gotta. But yeah, well, I still gotta hear the song first. But that's crazy. Yeah, too. You're you're a week late. The Beehive is gonna get on you, and um, the Future hey. Hive is gonna get on you. But that's apparently the reason why this collab really happened. So that the Beehive and the Future Hive. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. know about the Future Hive. The Future Hive is supposed to be like it's a, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> they're supposed to join. Yeah. They're supposed to join forces together to vo- I guess to form the Hive Megatron or some shit. <laughs> oh, that that's a real thing. No, nah, I'm just talking. How shit. would that? Oh, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm How would that look though? It would look whack. Man, it would be whack. What? It would be whack. I already it's hate. Whack. I, look, I'm a Beyonce fan. No, uh, it's not true. I'm a Beyonce fan. Don't get me wrong. Talking to the wrong guy. I forgot. No, nah, but I'm a Beyonce. I'm a Beyonce fan, man. Don't get me wrong. But I hate the highs. I hate all highs. I'm like Aaron, I'm like Aaron on this I hit, shit. I hear the buzzing already. I'm like Aaron on this shit. Bias. I hate all highs. I hate the, B, the Future High, the Beehive, the the Sierra High, the Russell Wilson Hives. I hate all the motherfuckers. Um, so that's, what, about, that's what about the LeBron Hives? I mean, I'm LeBron gang all day. You know, gang, gang, gang. You know, <laughs> but we ain't no high. <laughs> but um, ain't even hesitate with that. One. I'm yeah. a gang, 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 bro. It's James gang all day. But um, nah, Bron, Bron Hive. Go ahead. There is <laughs> a. There is also also because of this record as well. They're saying that this is also also going to be the big rollout for two concerts that's going to be happening. Of course, Coachella is going to be happening. I think maybe next week sometime. Uh, okay. Coachella is going to start up, and Beyonce is supposed to be hit one of the headliners at Coachella. So everybody's excited about that. But also, they're going to be announcing the on the run, possibly announcing because they they put it up and then they took it down. But I guess they're going to be possibly announcing the on the run two tour featuring okay. Beyonce and Jay Z. Uh, do y'all have any feelings nah, about man. Beyonce and Jay Z going back on tour together? Hey, husband and wife, power couple. Don't don't mess up a winning formula. Keep it going. 
That's all I got. <laughs> Dre? Yeah. I got some money. I got some uh, Chihuahua of Wall Street info on uh, Jay Z, but it ain't got shit to do with the tour. So oh. I can hold that. I mean, if you all want, I oh, well, I, I already, never mind. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that later. We gonna go, matter of fact, let's go ahead and get to that now. Speaking of Jay Z, um, yeah, uh, if you want to go ahead and share this, I mean, I could tell you what it is, what you, what I think you're getting at. But go ahead. Speaking of Jay Z, go ahead, Dre. Actually, actually, um, it's where he got title from. He bought title. Okay, I thought mm-hmm. he made title. Okay, so that could lead in. Yeah, he actually bought title from another smaller company who was title before and made it his mm-hmm. own, bro. His own streaming service, right. but yeah, go ahead, Dre. You can speak on to that, and we can go ahead and transition to the next to that next topic with him. Okay, okay, right on. So Chihuahua of Wall Street at your services. So um, <laughs> I heard, I heard, uh, you know, I've been reading a little bit, trying to chase the money when I ain't feeling lazy, and came across some information that Jay Z actually bought titles. So I was like, bought title, and I've been trying to figure out where he bought it, who he bought it from. He bought it from a Swedish company called Aspiro or something like that. And so, um, yeah, Aspiro. And they're a small company. He bought it for $56 million and mm-hmm. back in 2015 and blah, 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 blah. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how he went about this. First of all, he, he got Project Panther Bitco LTD. Um, mm-hmm. it's, that's, a, that's a British-American holding company. And this is me just kind of coming out uh not coming out, but pause. This is me <laughs> trying to understand from square one how business works. And in conclusion, man, we late. We late. We got to figure out what's going on with these IPOs and all of this investment and these shares and stuff like that because uh, Project Panther Big Co. is, in, I guess, indirectly related to Rock Nation or something like that. So, look, man, Chihuahua Wall Street just advised you learn a little more about what's happening behind the scenes so we could be up on this stuff early. Okay. That's it. Yeah, man. So, okay. there it is. There That's it is. Secret. This guy is retarded with the future. Fuck future. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, keeping it with Jay-Z. Uh, Forbes announced their uh, top five um, hip-hop um, artists, uh, the richest hip-hop artists. Um, and, uh, I'm not even going to get into the top five, but uh, let's go ahead and go with number three with Dr. Okay. Dre at seven, 707 million, uh, 770 million. And the, former number, number. and the former number one king, Sean Puffy Cone, at 825 million. Shit. Yeah, for a few years. Yeah, Puffy been up there mm-hmm. for a few years. And um, Jay-Z coming in at number one with 900 million. Shit, so, yeah, man. By the bill by himself. Damn the it, man. Top three hip hop acts on the planet for the richest uh, musicians of the genre, it. man. Can't be mad at that. So, yeah, them niggas is rich. Jay Z is about right there to be, being a billion. I want to be like that by nigga himself. when I grow. So, I think when he we'll becomes be a billionaire, he'll, he'll divorce Beyonce. Not just my No, no. no. <laughs> actually, actually. Like, you're going to see a lot of that money disappear, too. <laughs> actually, there is another theory out there, but I don't think I want to oh, get into it this episode. No, I'm not even gonna get into it this episode. You already said somebody to be high, so you go. You can save that one too, then. Because <laughs> I hear the buzzing on the other end already. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, since we're in this hip hop world right now, man, I guess we want to go ahead and talk about anything else hip hop right now. Drake. 
Uh, albums. Uh, who album dropped? Oh, let's who go. Uh, shout out to Tory Lanez who dropped his album, man. Tory Lanez had a yeah, nice man. vibe album that came out, man. About uh, time, about time. I need to check that. Yeah, I'm rocking know. with it. I'm rocking with it. I like it. I like Tory Lanez. I do want him to figure out what he. I do want him to figure out what he's gonna do. Um, he raps and he sings, and he everything in betweens. But uh, I want him to either either mesh that up. Let one go and stick to the other one, uh, something like that, because it it's confusing. As a, it's confusing, I'm not a big fan of his, but that's only because I haven't done my homework on him. I'm sure I will be because I like his style. But yeah, he, I think he needs to choose one and enhance that instead of you know he's he's straddling the fence or whatever you call. It. And I disagree. I actually like how he mentioned gonna... everything. I actually disagree with that. So I'm, yeah. I mean, I like how he mentioned it. And the name of the album is Memories Don't Lie. Um, it's his sophomore album, and uh, it's pretty solid. This one don't have all the skits like the first album did, so that's another like reason why I like it. Um, you said you well, like those old skits. Yeah, the skits was funny, man. I mean, I love the skits first, in the album. They, the, made, they give the album character. Them shits was pointless. Know who the person really is. <laughs> in the 90s, they did. Them shit was pointless. I mean, I feel, but it, go ahead. I'll let y'all finish that thought. Go nah, them, them, them skits was pointless, man. Fuck them skits. But um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, I, like, I, I disagree with you, man. I actually like that. That mesh of rapping vibe. I mean, Drake started it. He's still doing it, and mm-hmm. I think it's a cool mm-hmm. little vibe. I mean, I mean, I think everybody is pretty so, much crossover cool. artist these days, to be honest with yourself. Oh yeah. Now, real quick, before I go into my next, though, where's Tory from? Toronto. He Canada. Is. Oh, exactly. That's where I was about to go. So that whole culture from coming from Toronto is, I don't know which Craig one I want to be, rap, rap, or you know, sing. And again, to my thought, what I said before with B and, and J. Why I messed up a women's winning formula? I mean, you say it's confusing, but I think that's just a personal thing. You might just want to want him to stick to one, but if they're both working at the same time and no one's knocking either one, to do it. Like if you said that to Drake, sure, because some people kind of don't want to hear him sing; they just want to hear him rap. But they accept him singing because well, ladies accept him singing. Let's leave it at that. But Tory, honestly, that's what he is. I couldn't see him just locking down the rap and only being rap. That would kind of bore me. I, honestly, I like the fact that he can go back and forth in between. He can give you the bedroom music. He can also talk that shit. And like the track he had with uh, Travis Scott a couple years back, that shit was dope. It caught me off guard because it was like, oh, wait, that's Tory as well? So I do like both of them because I think he's doing decent at them both. He's not trying to be like, no offense to Breezy or Trey, but when they step outside their lane and do the opposite, mm-hmm. you kind of want to see him just stay put. Like, as much as I love Chris Brown and I'm a big fan and I'm, I actually think he can rap, I don't think he needs to make a rap album. Same thing with oh. Trey when he was doing his little uh, mixtapes. Um, I mean, oh. yeah, I forget the name, but yeah, I, they was they was whack. I mean, if you knew Trey, if, yeah, well, no, anticipation was all singing, but he had the um, let me hold that beat, let me hold oh, that yeah, beat yeah, mixtapes yeah, yeah, yeah. where he was only rapping, and oh. it was kind of like it was almost like a childish kind of rap. It was, it was whack. I mean, but the thing about Trey was he originally tried to be a rapper first, but realized and got smart. Hey, I can sell sex better than I can sell rap. Let me just go stay in this lane, and it worked for him. But his real heart was in rapping, not talent. His heart was in rapping. <laughs> question, so what you got? Question. I was mm-hmm. thinking about this today. Has anybody? Um, is Trey Songs the last ruler of the like the slow jams, the baby making music? No, because he did murder. He murdered that scene, didn't he? No, he's not the last. Um, he's not the last. There's 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 others out there. Yeah, but are they as good um, as him, or yeah. do they have as much of a run? Because he—that's all he when he when that's all he was doing. 
I think some babies was being made. Nah, I disagree with that. I, I I know I know a couple artists. I just can't think of their names off the top. But yeah, there's a couple artists. R and B ain't dead. Um, to- Trey yeah, made Trey um, Trey's still out there. I mean, Tank's still out there. Shit. I mean, people. No, still Tank's still out there. I mean, yeah, people. people I know what you mean though. Yeah, it's you mean new? I'm talking about the specific like, the bedroom. That's what I'm talking Baby about. Well, that's still Tank. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you mean you probably mean new, right? You probably mean new faces yeah, after like, Trey. Okay. About generation wise. No, I just, I'll, I'll jump on that because I actually I had the same thought process, which I was like, honestly, I don't think Trey's talented. I just think he sells the hell out of sex. If you ever hear him, he's not good. To me, he's not a great artist. He just knows how to sell what he sells, you know what I'm saying? And the ladies seem to love him. But um, And I, I always said the same thing because I know it's like Tory Lane's got sex music, August Alcina got sex music, uh, Bryson Tiller got sex music. Um, I know I'm missing a few, but there's not distinguished R&B. Ty Dolla got sex music. So I know what you're saying, and I, I almost want to agree with you saying right now he might be the last new face in the last five, ten years, new face, because Tank was way before that. But I don't know anybody else. Drake, I mean, uh, Watts, is that Jacquez dude? Is he an R&B singer? Yep, he is. Um, I mean, a okay. lot of people don't really listen to him like that. I mean, of course, you probably maybe heard his voice or heard his name get shout out because you listen to Cash Money shit. But they're, they're, I heard they're, a few tracks and actually like them. They're all, actually... All of everything I've heard from them. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. There's new. There's yeah. there's artists out here that's still giving that R&B vibe, but they're like they're not okay. as mainstream. Um, I can I got a catalog, a whole playlist of people that I just listen to as far as R&B vibes, but they're all mm-hmm. like new and like you really don't know them because they're not mainstream yet. Um, if I are you sure. making babies though? That's the thing. Like Nigga, Trey songs. Uh, no, because my pullout game is strong as fuck. So no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I made babies at three six, so it don't matter. Anyways, um. <laughs> Yeah, another artist that dropped, uh, Mozzie, a West Coast artist. Um, no, if you hear me, if you listen to the Hear Me Out podcast, shout out to Dallas, man. Spiritual conversation. Dizzle, he is, uh, he, he's, he's a dope artist as well. I really haven't listened to the album yet, um, but yeah, man. Um, I definitely suggest y'all go check out Mozzie on Spiritual Conversation. And another boy that we got to give a shout out to, man. I know y'all probably don't really <laughs> ain't really listened for him in a while, but shout out to the home team, man. Shout out to my dog Sammy Series. Three one eight seven three point zero. His album dropped as well, so go check Le- that out, man. Hey, what's his name? Lay something. I don't what's know his, his real name. <laughs> his name now? Some shit. Yes, but man. it ain't Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's still Sammy. It's still Who Sammy. Y'all talking it's still about? Sammy. Little Sammy. Yeah, yeah little, little Sammy. Sammy. Originally from oh, Orlando. Okay. Originally from Orlando. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't know that. So, yeah, man. <laughs> um, anything else with music? Oh, yeah. Y'all said y'all got something about Lil Wayne and uh, Joel Santana. I don't know why. I. Drake. I, oh, I yeah. There was there was a pic. There was a there was a post about them, and you know it was assumed that they was in the lab working. And if they are, you know, I can't feel my face either. That shit. You still can't feel your face because that shit is trash. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on, man. We got the uh, the 2018 Oscars happening over the past week. Um, anybody want to give some insight on that? Who watched it? Dre, you watched it. Two, you watched it. I know two ain't watch it. Man, I'm too blessed into three the minutes of it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you my take on it while we on it, right? So I started watching it. It came on. You tell me today, probably Sunday or something like that, at eight o'clock Eastern time. Um, when they started, I actually had just watched the movie Dunkirk. I don't know if you heard of it, but it's a war movie that came out recently. Pretty dope. Um, I got I got it on Redbox. It was okay. I ain't gonna say dope. It was okay. <laughs> um, but when that movie and that little shallow great whatever that movie was. 
was getting all the awards, and I'm like, <laughs> there's so many better movies out there. And Shape of Water or something? Yeah, Shape yeah, of Water. Yeah, that's it, Shape of Water. They was getting hit with so many awards, and I'm like, this is what, get, what gets Oscars? I'm straight. I already see where this is going. But I did like um, a lot of their little monologues that they gave to whoever came and spoke before, after, in between X, because they were kind of trying to stay woke and, you know, give props here, give props there. But when Kobe got his Oscar, I went to sleep. <laughs> when Kobe got an Oscar, finally, for acting like Jordan, I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I acting like Don't. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. When did get an Oscar? take a nap on that. His short uh, uh, sports film he did um, sometime in the end of last year or something like that. It was not many people knew about it, but he did some quick little shorts film thing. Yeah. Was it good? It was all right. I haven't seen it, but I no, said I'm gonna check it out. I, I doubt if it was good, yeah. but you know, whatever. The people, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I'm through with all these cats, man. Nah, man. Well, I've I mean, actually never watched them before, so I can't say through with because I've never in my life sat there and watched an Oscar. I mean, ever. the Oscars. The Oscars is basically. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, apparently it was good this year. Everybody said it was actually good this year. Um, Jimmy Kimmel keeps uh, hosting it again this year. Oh yeah. And Jimmy Kimmel dope. is hilarious um, to me. I love Jimmy Daddy Kimmel, was. so I will keep watching if Jimmy Kimmel. I was at work, so I really didn't watch it, but I do want to give some uh, quick pointers, uh, some quick mm-hmm. takes. I mean, we got to give a shout-out to uh, Tiffany Haddish, who they said uh, had one of the most funniest moments out there, and Maya Rudolph, who also had another one. They said they was – I think they even had presented together, right? Yeah, Tiffany they Haddish did. and Maya Rudolph. Women's yeah. History Month. Yeah, man. Okay. And uh, she gave her uh, – they got had a good little funny monologue, and they said that was uh, pretty good. And uh, we also got to give a big, big shout-out to Jordan Peele for giving us yes, sir. Hold on, much hold on, deserved. Let's let's address uh let's address uh, Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph because l- let's give it a little justice. Damn, when you gonna cut me off? <laughs> <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm giving a, a, a shout out to the only winner that we had. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right in the middle. Go ahead. She came out in her old dress with some Uggs on, and your girl came out. Uh, Maya Rudolph came out with her shoes off, and her shoes in hand. So they was definitely being black on purpose. All right, okay. but go ahead. That's the justice yeah, you wanted to give? Worth, <laughs> that was worth mentioning. Yeah, that's what that's that's how they came out funny and then they just let it rip from that. Well so, that stands out. That's 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 pretty cool. That but, wasn't that wasn't no yeah. that wasn't no justice though. <laughs> yeah, it was first over, man. Comic comic relief. That is terrible. Anyways, man. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Jordan Peele, man, for being uh one of us to represent and uh being winning the original uh, screenplay writers award for uh the movie Get Out. Um I loved Get Out. I thought it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um was it as good as everybody thought it was? You know, I don't believe yep. the hype. I don't think it was. But it was a great movie. It deserved to win that award. I will say that much. Yeah. Any, uh, anybody gotcha. else got anything to say that y'all want to say about the Oscars or not? Um, by Jordan Peele. Um, good job. Slap ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, whoever don't watch Jordan Peele's show won't understand that. that Key and Peele. Comment, Key and Peele. Key and Peele's show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Key and Peele's show. Jordan I actually didn't watch a lot of them. But he... He he had a personality on there that was funny. And funny Dominican Republic. This <laughs> 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 is funny. But anyway, um, much deserved. Congrats, Jordan Peele. I mean, I love how he humbly accepted, and he's doing big things, and um, he'll continue to do big things if he keeps that going. I'll definitely be in the box watching him Get Out too if he makes that happen, and it'll definitely get twice as much as the first one did if he makes that happen. So, looking to see what he does next with it. But just to give a quick backstory on Peele. He um his skill is in that. He's always been like a film writer, but the thing was, you go with what your 
what, what they accept you at. With Comedy Central, mm-hmm. whoever it was he was with, um, yeah. was it SNL? Um, Saturday, Saturday Night, right? Saturday Night Live. Or was it Comedy? One it was, of them. Com- it was Comedy Central. Was, it was Comedy Central. Oh, Comedy Central. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, he um, is known to be a comedian there. And the thing was, they were about to fire him and um, Keelan. But they said, you know what? They work so good together. Let's just leave them both. And that's when they both decide to leave and do their own thing. And that's when their sketch comedy thing came out, Jordan, or Key and Peele show, and they started blowing up. They started becoming, you know, getting a name behind themselves. And again, that started rocking. But Jordan has always been behind the scenes trying to write horror films. That was his thing. This wasn't looked at as really a horror, but in a sense, it kind of was. But that was what he really wanted to do. And to see something, his passion really take off like that, you got to give props. This wasn't a trial that he said, let's just try something different. This was his real passion. The comedy is just what was easy. So to see someone take a step out on faith with their passion and to get you know recognized like that, that has to feel incredible. So shout out to him for that. Yeah, man. Um, I do. I, I do got some uh, high expectations next year. I mean, for um, for uh, you know the 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 cast of um, damn what movie just came out? Oh, for Black Panther, man, because they showed up okay. on the red carpet, man. They actually stood out to me uh, as far as with um, you see them. As far as how mm-hmm. everybody showed up at the red carpet um, and red carpet, all that stuff and stuff. Uh, another thing that I kind of wanted to point out as well is uh, uh, what's the name? Ryan Seacrest, the um. The host oh. of all these shows, <laughs> yeah. everything. Host, hosting everything, but uh, he got a jab shot shot at him by uh, Taraji P. Henson, who came on the red carpet. Um, I don't know if you guys heard as of late, but Ryan Seacrest has uh, these uh, Me Too allegations about him, um, sexual misconduct actions, mm-hmm. uh, alleged sexual misconduct actions about him. Uh, Taraji basically um, put him in place and was letting them know that you know um, all, all things come to light and. Um, you know, people gonna get what they deserve. I don't know what that is means. That okay to do? I don't know what that means, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I kind of with you on that, Dre, because I mean, like you said, it's still alleged. There's no Put facts. Put your damn hands on me, woman. There's no facts, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I am. But touch me, I ain't, I ain't do it. You know, if that's if if has he been um. Nope. None. None of these people. Is the been evidence? In court, none of these people been to court, so no. <laughs> All right, yeah, don't Damn. touch me, man, from all these cameras. Keep your hands out of my pocket. This is stupid. Yeah, hand out my face. I love you, Taraji, but man, she kind of sunned him. Make him look even mm. more guilty. Uh, Taraji, yeah. don't Taraji got something coming out soon? Uh, uh, oh, she got yeah. a top. She got a Tyler Perry. She got a Tyler Perry. She had that um, yeah, that that fake ass uh Foxy <laughs> Brown movie that came out. I heard that yeah. shit was trash. Slash salt. It was trash. Colombiana. That's what slash. I heard. That's what I heard. It I mean, good. it looked trash. The yeah. previews didn't look good enough to me. I'm sorry. Did you? Um, I feel you, like it's forced. You didn't fire stick it? <laughs> nope. I'll, I'll catch it on Redbox. And let me get that fire stick plus two. I need that. Yeah, you need something. <laughs> you need something because you ain't got shit over there. <laughs> um, but she supposed to be having something else coming out with Tyler Perry. Um, you know, I hate all Tyler Perry movies, but whatever. Yep. Um, I think yeah, she yeah. I, I don't know the details of. It. I just saw the preview yesterday. I don't know the details, and I kind of just flipped past it. But shout it. out to the Oscar winners. Shout out to everybody that won at the Oscars. Um, mm-hmm. and all the movies that we never heard of that we probably still ain't gonna watch that one. That but, part. Um, yeah. Uh oh. Before we move on, man, I, I've got something with the hip hop, uh, with the music industry and all that stuff, man. Your boy Levar Ball, man. He dropped his his first album, man. Y'all y'all ain't checking that out. Let's yeah, not spend I time did. on that, but go ahead. You did? I, okay, I, please I tell did. us something. 
to build. I did to build a case. Um, <laughs> heard through the grapevine that this young punk, you understand me, said some foul words about Nas. And even if they weren't foul, it's foul enough for you to talk about what is and ain't hip hop boy. So mm-hmm. um, I had to listen to it first. I was in disbelief, like, hold on, ain't this the basketball player? Like, did he really drop a mixtape? And then what the mixtape should be called is I Love My Daddy. You see the Mm -hmm. whack-ass cover for it? It's him as a little baby boy looking back. It's just all soft. Now, let me critique his his, uh, crappy project. He's rapping like the Migos. He's talking about practice. He ain't cussing. And it's just trash. You ain't hip hop boy. In fact, what what should we call this this little this little era? I like to call it skirt hop. Skirt 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 hop. So okay, um, you go right into the category of all the little wannabes that's trying to be like the Migos, and we don't care what you're saying. We can't really understand what you're saying. You talk about how you you live positive, and mm-hmm. you talk about how you live positive, how you go to practice and you work on your shot. Man, sit down somewhere. They get that shit rejected, jit. So, so, question. Yes. Is it not hip hop because he's not cussing and he's talking about positive life? It is. It's the <laughs> lowest level of hip hop. So it, it is hip hop. Oh, I got. I got. I got. So what is four four four? Go ahead. I got to stick <laughs> to the criteria of what hip hop is, but his probably ain't. Re- it's an argument because it's one is very very poor, and two, <laughs> he ain't talking about nothing. No, I believe he. Not, I believe he ain't talking about that. I haven't listened to it, so I believe he ain't talking about that. The man ain't live. He ain't, he ain't live no life to, to talk about nothing. Talk about but, right. yeah. <laughs> but the, you can't sit here and say that it's not hip hop because he's not cussing that and <laughs> he's talking about positive life. Lil Wayne ain't cussed for how many years? Mm-hmm. His first three oh, or four years. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's have this discussion. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all don't open up a can of worms from the hip hop history hipster. First of okay, all, well, where we at now? There's no expression of culture. That's the problem. That's what's missing with this. So it ain't the cussing. Shit. So it ain't the cussing. No, the cussing ain't nothing. Ain't nothing to do with it. That means okay. it ain't hard. That means it's soft. <laughs> them not cussing make it soft to me. And everything I that know. he talk about is soft. Because you said Lil Wayne. Go ahead. You can't compare him not cussing to Lil Wayne not because Lil Wayne was talking about some hard shit. His Lil content Wayne was Wayne was harder in cussing and not cussing. Yeah, I understand. Right. So but he was his hard in not cussing, his... though. <laughs> huh? He was hard you and he was wasn't hard? cussing, though. Yeah, yeah super hard. Pause. What I'm saying is what this, what, uh, what Jit Ball's doing, it ain't, I'm not saying it's not hip hop because he's not cussing. I'm saying it's soft <laughs> along with him not cussing. But it ain't hip hop for other reasons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's weak. There's no expression of culture. He's talking about basketball and being a good kid. And thank you, Daddy. So and real quick, real quick. <laughs> why are we why are we saying this is LeVar Ball? Who is it? Lonzo? Who has the yeah, mixtape? Which one of these kids? I don't even know. Whoever played for the Lakers. Whoever played for the Lakers. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Yeah, because it's Zoe. Okay. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Yeah, because in my mind, y'all are saying the daddy got an album. That's why I'm going so hard because, you know, I'm, I don't really care for LeVar. Um, Lonzo, he's overrated, but okay, so it's the son. Okay, there it is. So, one that said what he said about Nas and real hip hop. 
Oh, yeah, okay, I remember All you right. did say some dumb All shit. Right. Well, I will sit here and say that I haven't heard Lonzo Ball's album, but I still believe what you're saying, that it's not hip-hop. Uh, but I do want to say that you could be positive and not cuss and still have some real hip-hop. It don't have to be. It could still be hard. <laughs> it could still be hard. Yeah, <laughs> think... but his ain't hard, and he ain't cussing, <laughs> and it's trash, and he ain't expressing nothing but the basketball court. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna come at you one more time, Dre. Just then I finish it up. Because <laughs> you said the same thing. You said the same thing about them trash ass Migos. You know I can't stand them when they was up there freestyling. And you was like, well, think about it. They was pulled the spot. They weren't allowed to cuss. It was live. That don't mean you got You could be trash because you can't cuss. So you yeah, basing the Migos? You basing hip hop off? You basing hip hop me uh hip Migos hip hop off of that that uh, clip you saw? I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty much, because it sounds like every song. But I'm, let's, okay, so the body of work, the body of work for the Migos is a lot of hip hop in it, from from Knockout to uh, whatever that song is, from Versace to Highway 85, where they talk about a lot of stories, um, uh, being chased by the police on Highway 85. They really break down some, some, some actual. They paint some pictures and some in their album and in a lot of their music. So they don't just talk about right? stir fry. No, they don't talk about stir fry. Stir fry oh, yeah. is new, and they've been oh. making music since like 2012. Question, question. <laughs> I can find stir fry in all those songs. Go ahead. Question. No, I bet you can't. Can you make? Can you make? <laughs> Dre, do you feel like you can make positive uh, hip hop without? Uh, I guess <laughs> I feel like you can make positive hip hop, bro, and, 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 and be hard. Oh, no, watch! You're missing my point. You're missing my point. It answers that question. But I, I know what, was, what you're saying, Drake. Yeah. I mean, there are I'm saying there's a difference. The you, wanna, what about Allen Iverson album? Allen Iverson album. He had stories that was talking about basketball. Okay, let me let me let me make sure I'm, I'm making myself clear. I don't even remember his album. But go ahead. <laughs> Jit Ball is he made a project that I think is not hip hop. His project is soft, <laughs> weak. He's talking about basketball and being uh, uh, his daddy's son. You can't talk about that. That's what Kobe album was about. <laughs> and he he's missing a lot of the elements of hip hop. Hip hop is expression of a rebellious culture, usually the youth and what they dealing with in their environment. You don't have to be rebellious to be hip hop, though. That's where hip hop was born. But you don't have to be rebellious he, to be hip hop. But does he at least? I'm sorry. Does he at least say skirt skirt Can twice? I finish? Does he, <laughs> does he at least say skirt skirt twice? If he does, then he's in there. He says it five times. Oh, he's a he's a rapper then. Skirt skirt. At least that's that's what I'm saying. That's not hip hop. Where hip hop stems from, the origins of hip hop stem from the ghetto. It stems from knowing what's happening around you in your hood and in your environment. Not just the ghetto, Watts. <laughs> Not just the hood, <laughs> so, but what's happening around you. Be able to tell your okay. story and articulate what's happening around you in an art form. So Not just talking trash about your basketball practice. So it sounds like to me you're saying like he's talking about his story. <laughs> his story is basketball practice. <laughs> That's his story. <laughs> it don't fit. It don't fit. <laughs> it don't fit the criteria of what hip-hop is. Now, now, it's funny because I will, bat, I will go to bat for a lot of artists. But if that, if those, if the criteria is missing, then you could argue that that's not hip hop. A lot of people say that what a lot of the new artists are doing is hip hop. It's not hip hop. Rich the Kid, 
uh, Lil Yachty, uh, even Young Thug. And it's arguably, it arguably is not hip hop. It's under the umbrella of hip hop, but arguably it might be up under another category. But Jit right here, he just, he's rapping. Rapping don't mean that it's hip hop. Rapping is talking your shit. Okay. Yeah. I dis- I disagree. I, dis- I disagree with your theory of hi- with your with your definition of hip hop, but I respect it. I get what you're saying, but I disagree with well, it. What's hip hop then? I just disagree. I just disagree with it. I mean, he's telling his story. I'm like you're saying that hip hop is a story, and he's telling his. I, it, does it okay, fit the criteria of every other hip hop artist? No, but no, it's not every other. It's the culture. Of I'm just saying. I'm saying, and I and I agree with you, and I agree with you on that. And I'm just saying he's still st- telling his story, which falls under your category of what you're saying is hip hop, but. I got you. I, I agree with you that it's probably yeah, whack. I'm not going to defend the guy. I think the guy is probably whack himself. I can't stand him <laughs> on the court. So, but yeah, man. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and hit him with that hip hop history moment. By, brought to you by Drizzy Mo, Joe McFly. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, it's your boy Drizzy, the hip hop history hipster. I'm trying to school these cats on stuff that I put in years of work researching. <laughs> Nova. <laughs> We need Nova as a guest to come talk to y'all, you feel me? Anyway, um, let's go back to the pioneers, the beginning of all of this madness. Now, hip-hop stemmed from the DJ playing a record, presenting the breakbeat, looping the breakbeat for as long as he could, and the dirty little ghetto kids who couldn't get into the grown-up clubs expressing their, their art form and their uh, situation, their circumstance, and their environment. So it stems from the hood. It stems from the ghetto. In the midst of all this, you had a lot of a lot of uh, the young kids being influenced, which is what we see all the time. One particular guy who actually come up under the Grandmaster Flash is the Grand Wizard Theodore, one bad mother effer up out of the Bronx. Now, the, the Bronx had a particular gritty sound because what they were doing in the Bronx, it wasn't necessarily new the, uh, where they got it from, but what they did with it is what they called hip-hop. It was a dirty sound. It was a gritty sound. It was more hard. And then you have uh, DJ Cool Herc, who was known as the father of hip-hop, he was in the Bronx. He was the king of that. Africa Bambata. He was also in, in that mix. Grandmaster Flash. And then Grand Wizard. Now, what Grand Wizard came up with was the scratch. Grandmaster Flash came up with the cut. So you would take a songs like, Good times. These are the good, 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 good. So just cutting it like that, like as if it was skipping. Mm-hmm. Now... Grandmaster Theodore accidentally came up with the scratch. His mom busted in the room, said, boy, if you don't turn that damn music down, and he grabbed it with his finger. <laughs> and then, in making some motions, he kind of heard what that the effect that that had. So that's when he came up with it. So he, he would do more so of the good, 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 good times. He'll put more rhythm to it. So Grandmaster Flash, when he would present that, even when he battled DJ Cool Hurt and he won because he came with something new, which was the cut, it really didn't have any rhythm to it. But uh, Grand Wizard Theodore, he came up with the, the scratch, which it had a lot more rhythm to it. And we've heard the scratch ever since we 
we know about hip hop as youngins. And um, he's one of the pioneers. His birthday was yesterday, so happy belated birthday, OG. Grand Wizard Theodore, one of the pioneers of what was formulated as hip hop and what we do and we get down to now. Hip hop history, hips at your service. Nice. I actually remember that story. That was a good, good one. Pretty dope. Yeah, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Shout out to Grandmaster. Oh, Grand <laughs> DJ Grand Wizard Theodore. Man, <laughs> shout out to him, man. Uh, but I want to give a quick shout out, man. Shout out to the City Boys, Disco and the City Boys. You know, the kings of the ride out music in Florida, man. I know y'all know about that. But anyway, I don't know about them. <laughs> let's go ahead sure. and uh, let's go ahead and move on to sports right quick. Uh, two, did you do your homework? I asked you to do. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. Of course, I, you didn't. I, I tried to, but I don't understand. It was like we're trying to learn Spanish overnight. That's and what true. homework he's referring to is uh, March. We're officially in March, which means college basketball, which means March Madness, which means all the one million basketball teams that I have no idea who they are, sixteen <laughs> of them, or however many come together and they start playing each other. <laughs> That's all I can tell you about it. That's I true. try to look at it. And it was it was freaking too much going on. That's terrible. Well, I so mean, yeah, luckily you looked at it last night. <laughs> luckily for you, luckily for Both. you, um, well, you actually got a another week before we actually get into the tournament. I mean, as things uh, play out right now, um, tonight actually starts the um, the major tournaments um, as far as with the divisional championships. Um, I could give you a breakdown right now with the ACC championship. Uh, tournament and uh, the SEC and the Big East for the SEC uh, for the ACC championship tonight's game is going to be Boston College versus Georgia Tech. Oh, excuse me, actually that was last night. Tonight's game is going to be Florida State versus Louisville. Um, Boston College versus North Carolina State. Syracuse versus North Carolina. Notre Dame versus Virginia Tech. Uh, my Miami Hurricanes are waiting for whoever wins the Syracuse and Notre Dame North Carolina game tomorrow. Um, they're sitting at the number three seed. Virginia is sitting at the number one seed in the ACC with Louisville. Um, they're going to be playing Louisville tomorrow at uh, 12 noon. Boston College and Clemson is going to be playing tomorrow as Boston College beat North Carolina State earlier today. Um, Duke is going to be playing the winner of the Notre Dame and Virginia Tech game. Um, I like to take Duke over that. Um, but it looked like it's going to, to me, I could say that Miami going to beat Duke and see Virginia in the finals and the ACC championship. But, you know, uh, I'm not even going to lie to you. Duke probably ain't going to meet Virginia in the finals uh, for the ACC championship. Over on the mm -hmm. SEC side, tonight we have uh, Texas A&M versus Alabama, Missouri. Uh, oh, excuse me. Actually, Georgia, Georgia versus Vanderbilt tonight. South Carolina and Ole Miss is also tonight. Uh, Texas A&M and Alabama is going to be playing tomorrow. Missouri is going to be playing the winner of the Georgia and Vanderbilt game. And uh, LSU is going to be playing Mississippi State tomorrow. And uh, Arkansas is going to be playing the winner, uh, South Carolina and Ole Miss game. Um, Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida, they're all sitting at one, two, three, and four, waiting for the winner of those games tomorrow to come through. Um, I want to get into the women's side a little bit, but I, we really ain't got the time for that, man. Maya, I'm sorry. I know you know you out here <laughs> looking forward to that, but, man, Mississippi State broke my heart the other day when they lost. So that's the mm -hmm. only reason why I stopped following the, uh, the they women's side. They won last side. year, right? Yeah, the Mississippi State won last year uh, for yeah. the SEC championship, man. Shout out to my dog, Anthony, who uh, man, is a Harvey. personal trainer uh, for the um, women's Mississippi State team. So when they lost, that kind of took my interest out of the SEC side. 
for the uh, women's side. But moving on to the Big East, man. The Big East um, is going to be playing tonight. Georgia, Georgetown and uh, St. John's is playing right now. Marquette and DuPaul is going to be playing later. Um, tomorrow, Xavier is going to be taking on Georgia, Georgetown and the winner of Georgetown and St. John's. Um, Creighton and Providence is going to be playing tomorrow as well. Villanova is going to be taking on the winner of Marquette and DuPaul. Uh, Seton Hall and Butler is also going to be playing tomorrow. Um, I actually like Xavier coming out of that um, Big East. Oh, I didn't even announce uh, who I like coming out of the um, – I actually like Auburn coming out of the SEC. Auburn got a good team this year, man. Um, I, I actually look forward to them making some big things happen. But um, as far as the NCAA bracket itself, the real reason why I don't really follow college basketball like that for itself mm. because it seems like – as long as you're one of the top teams in the in the school in the nation, it don't matter what your record is, you're gonna get into the fucking you're gonna be in there. You're gonna be yeah. in the fucking big dance. And that's the shit that I really don't like about college basketball. So I'm just gonna give the top the top seeds that they have coming out right now for the um NCAA tournament. Um right now they have Virginia coming as the number one seed out of the South, um, with mm-hmm. Cincinnati coming in at number two seed. Uh number one seed in the East is Villanova, and the number two seed is Duke. Number one seed in Midwest is Xavier, and number two seed is Purdue. Uh, number one seed in the West is Kansas, and number two seed is North Carolina. Of course, there's a hell of a lot of teams that could still make it into the play, uh, make it into the NCAA tournament. So that's still to unfold after these uh, divisional conference tournaments take place this week. Um, so that's pretty much what's all going on, man. I don't know if y'all follow the, uh, the NCAA tournament like that, but it's going to be interesting. Um, I think a lot of people are actually taking liking Auburn to make it be a big upset this season. Um, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. also were saying Oklahoma with Trey Wayne, whatever his name, Trey something. but Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. But, yeah, they're looking trash right now. But they are, <laughs> they are seated at a number nine seed as of right now coming out of the West. I don't know if that's going to come through. I honestly don't think they're going to make it past the first round, to be honest with you. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so that's it for the NCAA um, basketball, college basketball on the men's side. I promise you next time I'm going to have some updates for the women's side because I do want to show some love to my ladies out there uh, and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, you want to go ahead and talk about basketball? Basketball yeah, we can, uh, on the we NBA side. Yeah, let's let's talk about the NBA a little bit. Since do you have any news and not rankings? Let me ask you that first. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, actually, the only news I have is uh, over there with Cleveland because it seems like the only news to talk about is the hot teams. <laughs> I see Tristan just got hurt in the middle of them getting their ass beat by the Nuggets the other day. I think he sprained his ankle or something. Tristan Thompson, that is for the Cavs. Um, he was just starting to be respected again. And by eyes. wrong. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that away from you because nah, he shouldn't have been starting in the first place, man. And after, Why? cause he was trash. He wasn't producing shit and shit okay, after well, after the last night's game, not last night's games, but the other night game where um mm-hmm. fucking what's the name went off. He that showed that his ass didn't need to be starting. <laughs> so shout out to Larry Nance Jr. for doing his damn thing. Oh, big night. time! Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. stepping up as as the big that the Cavs really need, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll yeah. be okay there over time. I yeah. mean, they may not get there right away, but he'll be okay there over time. So I think if they do another big trade or anything, he Nance is safe. He's been showing what he's supposed to be showing. But um, as far as other than that, um, I guess there's no news, news in my eyes. You can see if there's any news. I'm sure there's other things going on. We already spoke about the big trade that happened that sent everybody on these separate ways. Um, we could talk about how they're doing in their teams. Let's what? start with IT over in LA. He's hit or miss. He had a couple good games, but he also had a couple bad games. Um, so I don't even know what to say. 
his impact over there with the Lakers is now. Um, then you have D. Wade, welcome back to Miami. It's his team still, but at the end of the day, that team is okay without him, and they're still not going to make the playoffs without him or with him. So they'll be okay. Um, uh, I got something for you right quick. What you got? I mean, we got to go ahead and uh, talk about the Lakers. I mean, you did bring it up. IT not necessarily doing his thing per se, mm-hmm. but since Lonzo Ball has come back, I mean, they have been on a five-game winning streak, man. So you got to give um, yeah. some respect to the Lakers on that. Um, but – Houston Rockets right now is the hottest team right now, man. They on a 15-game winning streak, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, uh, James Harden out here is putting like in numbers, putting in work, man. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think it was go- I didn't think him and um Chris Paul was going to work, Chris but Paul. the fact that they have two point guards coming in, like on yeah. two starting point guards, two one of the b- league's best point guards coming in, yeah. rotating, it, it it makes it a lot easier for yeah. their offense because they got somebody consistently, you know, making that ball and that ball in motion. Um, yep. Damn. Also, with, okay. when them both on the floor at the same time, you you can't say let's just crash one side. Like for example, when it I know we're not talking about them right now, but when it was with Boston, he was their only point guard, which means shut down it, you'll shut down the passing lane, you'll shut down everything. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with Houston because you got Harden one side. You try to double up on Harden, you don't want to leave that boy CP3 alone because if you don't have an open shot, he's still gonna find the next person that's open. So you can't control both sides of the floor when they're both on the floor. So their impact when they're one at a time and their impact when they're both at the same time. So that's what's making Houston so hard to fucking beat. Instant chemistry with CP3 there. We know Harden had the chemistry with his bigs and everybody else, but CP3, he's just a natural point guard. I know you got you know, you know, give him a lot of slack saying he's not one of the best, and I wouldn't say that. I would say he's overrated, and I agree with that. But he's still good as hell. You know what I'm saying? So I, th- I think they're going to be just fine over there. They're, at least gonna go to the conference finals if they don't. No, they ain't gonna pass Golden State. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> let me not, so let me you don't believe you don't believe they got you don't believe they that good. Huh? Ah, they'll get a win or two, maybe two, but they're not gonna. I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah, exactly. I tried. I tried to sound good, and then reality kicked in. <laughs> they don't want to see Golden State when they got their A game. This ain't. This ain't Golden State A game. We all know that. Yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> and they still number two in the West right now. Yeah. So. Any thoughts? Any thoughts behind Kevin Love and his uh, letter that he wrote? Well, um, I'll give a little insight to that. The letter that Watts is referring to is um, Kevin Love has uh, pretty much openly addressed that he's dealing with some mental health mental health issues, and he's not the only one, but he's one of the, the more recently outspoken ones. I think DeMar DeRozan also spoke about something recently as well. Right, and that's, who's, that's we who know, inspired him. Y'all say, yeah, but we, we know that that's a serious thing. I mean, the black community is a serious thing, but period, mental health is serious. And a lot of people don't want to, one, accept it, or two, share that they actually do have these issues because to, to I guess you could say, accept it says that you have something wrong with you, and now you're always on the, I guess, lookout. But um, I heard he had a breakdown that I didn't know about in some game. I don't know if that was this season or another season. We're talking about Kevin Love right now. Mm-hmm. But um, him speaking on it, I think, is going to open the door to a lot of people to come out and say, you know what? I also have mental health issues because, you know, we look at these players and we want them to be these strong, you know, role models for us, but they're human before anything and they're men before anything, which means they have issues of their own. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was a big step. Yeah, I think it was a big step. I'll let Dre jump in, but um, I'm happy he spoke about it. Obviously it's something that's been sitting, sitting on his mind and he had those mental reservations that he let out. So Dre, what you got? Yeah. uh, Personally, um, a lot of people are starting to uh, observe a lot of people starting to accept 
that um, mental health is important to deal with professionally. Uh, as we grew up, you know, it was just called, yeah, I think so-and-so crazy, but was actually mm-hmm. starting to go ahead and to fit what what crazy is and what different categories and classifications they go to, all the different diagnoses and things of that nature. And you, you got you got sports psychology out there now. Mm-hmm. And plus your boy is actually working on his own services. So, you know, all of you celebrities out there, I will mm-hmm. be available to you very soon. Mm-hmm. And it That's won't the be plug you was reaching for. Okay. Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I like gotcha. well, shout out to Dre. You know, we know he's um his background is psychology, and if I'm not mistaken, mental health is one of the focuses. Am I correct? Working on it. Yeah, working on it. I'm a therapist right now. Okay. Speaking gotcha. of massage yeah. therapists. Speaking of uh, mental health, uh, any uh, thoughts about J.R. Smith's uh, suspension <laughs> with the Cavaliers for throwing a bowl of soup at the coaches? <laughs> what the hell? That sounds like some mental health issues right there. If you I'll let you boy. I know, right? <laughs> some soup, J.R., really? Yeah, man. Come on, Anyways, man. Uh, yeah, so go uh, ahead and give the rankings, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna run down these uh these uh standings real quick for the Eastern Conference. Are people surprised? I well, let me not speak for everybody. I'm surprised, but Toronto Raptors is number one right now in the East. Boston Celtics is number two. They dropped down to two, but I still like Boston Celtics coming out the East to go to the finals. Number three, Cleveland is still holding strong now. That new swap out they just did is still keeping them in the game, and they stay between three and four. But right now they're at number three. Uh, Oladipo is doing his thing over at Indiana. I like what he's doing. And he's keeping them at number four. Uh, John Wall still being John Wall over there in Washington Wizards. And they got them at number five. And number six, 76ers, uh, they're doing their thing. They're actually one of the more interesting teams to watch. And I think they'll be one of the good teams to watch over the next two, three years once the Golden State Cleveland wave dies down. And the next team I'm about to mention, which is Milwaukee Bucks with Ata Capunco doing his thing over there. Uh, number eight is Miami. Like I said, I really don't think they'll make it to the final. I mean, to the playoffs. I think they'll get bumped by Detroit soon enough. Actually, no, they're they're pretty far behind. But I still don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> Maybe I just don't want them to make it. I don't know. It's one or the other. But Miami Heat's number eight. I saw a lot of lists on the Eastern Conference. We'll go to the West, and as Watts was speaking about, uh, CP3 hardened them over at Houston. They're number one, but just barely, only because they have one less loss than Golden State, who also has the same record. They just have a uh, one more loss. So, again, Houston's number one on the West. Golden State, number two. Trailblazers over at Rip City, they number three. Uh, the Pelicans, they still holding down number four spot. Uh, looks like Spurs dropped down to number five. I think they'll still be okay. But um, there's number five. Uh, number six, Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves is holding it down. Number seven, where the hell is Melo? I think he missed the last game. I don't know if he's hurt or if he just missed it. But they number seven over there. And I hope that they can stay between that, you know, six, seven spot. I want them to at least make the playoffs, you know, give them a second run at this before they go into next year. Uh, Different Nuggets, who I have no idea who's on that damn team, is number eight. Number nine, we have L.A. Clippers. Now, while I'm on the Clippers, I'm hearing that Blake never actually traded to Detroit. Now, what's up with that? Does anybody know? What was that? Blake. They say Blake never actually made the trade to Detroit. I thought he was officially traded, but then they say he's still a Clipper. Yeah, and I'm a little lost how that works. He's traded. He's traded. They played. He played against the Cavs the other day. He's traded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know what that was about. I just seen something, and I thought maybe someone else knew more about it. Get some updated news, motherfucker. 
<laughs> but <laughs> that's really all I got to say about that, man. Um, that's where we're at with the standings. Again, they, I said it was going to look the same all the way until playoff time. So right now, it's pretty much looking the same. They're dropping one spot here, one spot there. But we know what's about to happen. Golden State's going to come out on the West. And as much as I didn't think Boston would, I think Boston will come out the East. Unless Braun can, you know, put the headband back on, drop the Rogaine, and, and put some points on the board. What Actually, he does it. Let me not. Let me not do that because Braun does what he's supposed to do. So let me not say that. I mean, shit. But if the other boys can continue <laughs> to at least hold the, you know, the, the rest of it down, let LeBron take a break and they run the show, which I think they're doing a great job of doing. Um, I think they'll be safe to make it to the conference finals versus Boston. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if they'll make it past Boston. Yeah, I mean, um, Braun doing everything he can to be honest with you, dog. But Thanks. I don't think he could do more than what what he's doing. Um, so it's going to be tough for him. Um, the Cavs, they look good, but they don't, they look better. Let's put it that way. They look better than that, what they I were. I that. That's they a good way to put it. Better than what That's they really were. That's a good way to put it. But, I mean, they, Brian needs another superstar. So hopefully Kevin Love yeah. can come back and um, be productive once he comes back from his broken hand. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Brian doing everything he can, man. I, so can. I only I, people can't really. I don't know. Y'all put fault on him anyway. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I actually talk don't. about Wade. Yeah, he talked um, about Wade already. He talked about Wade. Yeah, um, he over there silently, you know, playing his role, ready to retire out. Yeah, they're saying you know, that. Going out with a bang. No, nah, that was one game. Yeah, they're saying that he's pretty Wade. much. He's he's pretty much. Uh, yeah, he had one good game, but they say he's pretty much. Probably going to be retiring after this season. I mean, yeah. it's only fitting for him to retire in Miami, so I ain't got no problem. That's the way exactly. to do right. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, they wanted him to do it in Chicago. That's his hometown. But everyone knows his heart and his talent and his, you know, legacy lies with the Heat. So yeah. that was the better place to retire. Like you said, I'm sure they'll throw that jersey up there next to Shaq and them. So that would be pretty dope. Yeah. Um, so who are your favorite player? Uh, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. Nigga, your favorite player changed every year, bro. Shut the fuck up. Who was it last year? <laughs> it was AI, KD. some shit. It was KD last year. Uh, yeah. bro, your shit changed yeah, it every was year, KD. Bro. But the loyalty lost. Yeah, the loyalty lost kind of you know, struck me. It was between them two. Obviously, they was my two favorite, actually. Terrible. But, anyway. you know, Westbrook just, I don't know. I thought it was the way out. he dressed. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> they do dress alike, don't they? <laughs> Whatever, fool. All right. Um... Uh, let me move on to uh, a quick NFL, some quick NFL notes, man. I want to give a uh, okay. a quick shout out, real quick, to um, hold on. What's my what's my man name? What's my man name? What's my man name? What's my man name? I just had it right here. Oh, I want to give a quick shout out to Shot Queen Griffin of Central Florida. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, my man um, out here, man. He representing out here for the Florida boys. Well, man, if you don't know who Shaq Quan Griffin is, he pretty much was the top linebacker for the undefeated University of Central Florida Knights. That um dominated this entire season to be honest with you because they mm-hmm. they definitely deserve to have a top a top shot in the playoffs at least um but Shaquan Griffin is a linebacker who ran a mm-hmm. 438 mm. seconds 40 which is the top oh, yeah. linebacker time of uh, in more than a decade um and not only mm-hmm. did he run a 438 40 he also did 20 reps of 225 on the bench press yeah. with one hand Thank you. I was waiting for you to add that well, in. I was gonna say I can do that. Nah, you can't. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he only has one hand. <laughs> you can't. Hand. Even with two hands, you can't. <laughs> but nah. yeah, yeah. I can't even do twenty, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, you got to give a shout out to him for that, man. The man out here did yeah, his thing that. on the combine, man. He definitely deserves to be taken within the top three rounds at least. Um, I know UCF mm-hmm. is not looked at as one of the premier programs, but I definitely think that he 
he deserves a shot to be on somebody's roster this upcoming yeah. season, man. Um, another shout out I wanted to give is also to another Shaquan. I don't even know how you pronounce his name, but Shaquan Barkley, man. Uh, he is projected to be the number one running back coming out from this NFL draft who also showed up uh, for his combine, and he's doing his damn thing. Um, Shaquan Barkley uh, is coming from Penn State. He's one of the Penn State's uh, top running backs, and um, he is projected to be number two draft pick with the Giants. That's if the Cleveland Browns pass on the number one draft pick, uh, pass up on him with the number one draft pick. The number one draft pick is expected to be USC's quarterback, Sam Darnold. So, um, quick shout-out on some NFL news, man. I mean, they're still going through the combine process of going to check out the people at different schools and all that stuff. But, you know, NFL coming back around soon. Fuck that basketball shit. Nah, I'm just lying, man. Mm-hmm. The bas- this, is, this, this is the time of the year where you <laughs> yeah. actually supposed to get excited about basketball when it's time for the March Madness to come around and when it's time for the playoffs to come around. So, it's, it's that time. I know y'all ain't paid attention to basketball all year, but now's the time to pay attention because a lot of shit going to be changing within the next couple of weeks. But... Let's go ahead and do our damn thing, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with your daily dose of the Man's Minute. Man's Snap it up, snap it up, snap it up. Let's do it. All right, guys, ladies and gents, boys and girls, all that good stuff. Last segment of the show was always the Man's Minute where I give you guys either something deep or I talk a little shit depending on how I feel for the day. But today we're going to keep it kind of deep. It's more or less a motivational quote. Take it how you want. You can break it down. I'll break it down for you. But... The quote goes something like this. If you are not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby? That's from Ricky Bobby. Just so you know, there's no other way to come. You either come first or you come last, son. Nothing else out there. There's no <laughs> second place here. But nah, you could t- I always love that quote because it's supposed to be funny, but it's almost like, in a sense, kind of legit for real. Hey, man, aim to, be, aim to be first at everything you do, you know? You know, you can set, accept second if, you know, someone's out there better, which they will be. But at the end of the day, aim to be first at whatever you do. Try to be the best person you can be in your field, your profession, or whatever it is you do in your marriage, in your house. Just try to be best at it. So that's my daily dose of the Man's Minute brought to you by yours truly, Anwar. Shake and bake, shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. <laughs> All right, man, some quick show rundowns, man. Y'all definitely need to go ahead and check out Seven Seconds, which is a Netflix show, man. Um, right. I don't know shit if y'all good. heard about it, man, but that shit yeah. is, uh, that shit pissed me off the entire shit, bro. <laughs> it was, do, though, man. It do, but it's good, man. That shit I was good. irritated the entire shit, but I couldn't stop watching, man. Seven Seconds mm-hmm. is definitely a good show that, um, to watch out for. Until uh, <laughs> you had anything else that you wanted to watch out for? Who, um, Dre, I remember you had texted me earlier. You was all excited saying that I think Brokeback Mountain 2 was coming out. Or Man, watch like that. out. <laughs> 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 nah, but uh, I, I don't watch enough TV to be excited about too many shows, but you did hit a good one on the head with that seven seconds. Yeah, Monique man. actually put me on to that one, and I actually started binge watching. I'm not caught up yet, but I'm about five episodes in, and all of them were good. Yeah, it get better. So, it, um, get, it, get, it get real good about six, seven episode okay. and then you're gonna get pissed off at the end but Damn whatever it, I already know it so um, yeah. what I was about to say about another one. hey man, yeah they say that your, boy, that your boy Marlon Wayne's got a special too <laughs> yeah yeah I forgot about the special oh actually did we even speak about the Chris Rock tambourine special oh uh, we that? didn't speak about it but that is, it that's, that, I'm not even gonna it say that it was good I'm not gonna say it was good it was. but it was decent but it definitely had a lot of a lot of gems in it it definitely had that a lot part. of gems. It did. The, the, actually, watch it all the way through. At first, you might get right. a little bored with it. But towards the end, he starts saying a lot more. He opens up about 
you know, his divorce and whatnot. And he speaks some real shit towards the end. I Does that mean he's watch- done? Oh, my fault. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Um, well, we can jump into your question because I was just going to go into Marlins. But does that mean he's done? Probably not. I mean, Chappelle did, what, four of them? Nah, I he think not he'll done. No, no, no. He's not done. Is that his exit? Is that like, okay, this is my last one because nah, I ain't nah, even nah, being nah, funny nah, on this? Nah. Not at all. Nah. Not okay. at all. I don't think so, at least. Let me not act like he told me or some shit. But no, I don't think that um, this is his last one. And he shouldn't be because Chris Rock's funny. I think this is his first one on Netflix. Yeah. So, therefore, he's just opened it up to let y'all know, hey, I'm out here getting these millions, too. So, sorry, Monique. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> Marlon got one. And honestly, you know, Marlon's extra as hell. And just as expected, he's extra as hell on this stand-up. But I'm about halfway through that one. And it's it's actually not bad. It's not it's not too bad. You know, besides the tight-ass pants he's wearing the whole time and lifting his legs and doing dumb shit. Oh, so you, you, know? Mar- you talking about Marlon Wayans? Marlon Wayans has oh, a Oh, so you did watch it. So you did watch it. I thought you said you did yeah, watch it. Yeah, I watched it. Okay. No, I did. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was watching that as well. Um. And I'm loving what they're doing with this whole stand-up thing. I don't mean to carry on and, and prolong, but with the everyone kind of getting their own little, you know, specials on there, shit. Yeah, you know? F Monique. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Monique. You know what I'm saying? Word. No. Um, but yeah. Uh, some quick uh, other ones, man. I heard some. I've been, I've been hearing some great reviews about Den of Thieves, that movie with uh, with Fifty. Is that Fifty? I was supposed to see that too. It's good. I watched it. Everybody keeps saying that's real good, so I definitely probably gonna go check that out. Den of Thieves. Yeah. And um, I know you're going to be taking the kids to go see Wrinkle in Time that's coming out, man, because I definitely oh, want yeah. to check that Lawrence out, Oh, yeah, Lawrence hyped about like that be, shit. That look and like actually, Monique is, too. It looked like something I want to see, too. Yeah. Can't lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I ain't even going to lie. They be the truth, yeah. man, don't they? Yeah, that, uh, I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, yeah, at first, when I first saw the preview, I was like, nah, but after I saw the, started seeing the previews and, like, the story was lined up a yeah. little bit more, I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. shit look kind of interesting. But I just want to see it in, film? like, the high graphics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. one of those, like, extremely high animated Cartoony ones, but not typical cartoon. It's not cartoon. Right? Still it's not 3D. Yeah, what? they still got 3D. Yeah, they still got 3D. Oh. Damn, nigga, what's the last one you went I'm, to I'm the movies? Say, <laughs> Man, I don't be supporting these movies. I only supported Black Panther, and I gotta support Den of Thieves. This guy here. Anyways, oh, man. man uh, yeah. <laughs> so, man. Uh, yeah, man. This is episode I don't know yet, but uh, I think 19. But, man, 19. This, this is the lock. 20. Oh, actually, 20. 20. We on 20, man. We got a 20, dub 20. right now. Shit, we dropping some we'll numbers, bitch. We dropping yeah, we numbers out, out this bitch, man. We so, growing now. Yeah, man. We growing up now, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and run down these social medias, man. Two holla at the folk. No doubt, no doubt. Let me go ahead and get on out of here. Let y'all know first off where to find me. This is Ann War, aka Plus Two, aka Understand. Not just playing, but you can find me on Instagram at Ann War W underscore three five seven. That's A N W A R. The letter W underscore three five seven. You can find me on Facebook at La Di Da Di Da. Drizzy talk to him. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, hey man, it's your boy Dre, <laughs> aka Drizzy. Dre K.A. Happy Women's History Month. I see you beautiful ladies out there. Actually, I'm posting my join up on Facebook, all of the vintage fashion models and pinup models from the 50s and shit like that. So um, you can holler at your boy on Instagram, just underscore D-R-E underscore L-R-B. And I'm on Twitter. I'll tell you as soon as I remember. Remember. And you already know who this is, man. This is your boy, Watts. You can hit me up on both Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That's W-A-T-T-S number four. And make sure you hit up the Locker Moon Banner podcast crew on both Instagram and Twitter at L-R Banner 407. That's L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R 407. And the Locker Room Banner podcast show on Facebook. 
And yeah, man, from the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew, we are out. Yeah. Listen twice, baby. Twice. La di da di da. Slap it on me now. Boss. Burn like petroleum, prim need custodians, shades in all shades. These made a rhodium, used to be the Osmo, hoes call it Olo. Now I got so many horses, bitches call me Polo. 5762, tell me how you wanna move. Yeah, you know I got them both, beach ass black and blue. I was barely getting pretty women, now I scoop Emmy winners like kitty litter. Anyone offended then I'm like a slender nigga. Looking in the mirror, I can see the real contender. Celery for even Gregory, I'm on my dinner. So what the fuck is you telling me other than your gender? I'm a boss and I'm riding like-